are going to go to an interview I did with Sinn Féin's president, Mary Lou Macdonald. Her party is extremely keen for devolved government in Northern Ireland to restart, but the unionist leading party, the DUP, is still blocking the reforming of the Northern Ireland and Assembly and Executive. Uh, it's part of the fact that Rishi Zunak thinks Northern Ireland's Brexit problems have been fixed. So I asked Mary Lou Macdonald whether this was a crisis or whether there was any grounds for expecting a breakthrough. I think uh, there are substantial grounds for optimism. I am ever optimistic, Robert. I mean, the position we're in now after a very, very lengthy number of years of uncertainty, Brexit fallout, Brexit chaos, uh, we now have uh, an agreed position between the European Commission and the British government. The negotiation is over. The deal has been struck. The bargain has been agreed. Um, we had the vote at Commons today. The joint committee between uh, Britain and Europe will meet on Friday to adopt the agreement. And it's a case of full steam ahead. The challenge now for everybody in political leadership is to get government in the north of Ireland back up and running. And God knows people are crying out for that. We're, what, 10 months since the last election and uh, people rightfully expect that they have functioning government in times that have been incredibly testing with a, a cost of living crisis, with very, very serious challenges to the health service in the north of Ireland. The idea that the DUP boycott of government and the institutions, that that could continue, uh, is simply not sustainable. But it is continuing, um, and they think it's sustainable. So what do you think will happen? Well, what I, what I believe must happen is we must have a return uh, of government. And I, I noted Jeffrey Donaldson's uh, comments today, the leader of the Democratic Unionist Party. He, he has a position that at this stage, a return to Stormont would not be possible. I disagree with him on that point. And Robert, as you know, we're approaching now the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement, a quarter of a century of the Irish peace process, an incredible achievement. The, the eyes of the world will be on Ireland, but in particular on the north of Ireland, we're expecting a visit from uh, the President of the United States, President Biden. Um, we know that we have a huge economic opportunity right across our island, but in the north with uh, access to the, to the European single market. So there's an immediacy around grasping the opportunities as they present. And nobody uh, has, and the DUP are no different from anyone else, has the luxury of time, delay or prevarication but, for very much longer. But the problem is there isn't government in Northern Ireland at the moment. I was very struck that the former Northern Ireland Secretary Brandon Lewis said that there may be a case for reforming the political constitutional side of the Good Friday Agreement. Given that devolution is not happening, do you think there is a case for looking again at, you know, measures perhaps to be able to stop a single party from blocking devolved government? Well, look, the challenge for every party is to make politics work. I mean, that's that's what we should all be at. And but, but, the, but, but just to be clear, is the there a case for looking again at that aspect of the Good Friday Agreement? That that is, seems to me to be the fundamental well, question. Look, yeah. Well, look, we're we're twenty five years in, and of, of course, 
um, review is a healthy and a, and a necessary thing and evolution is a healthy and a necessary thing. And in fact, there is a, a committee of the uh, Assembly and the Executive whose purpose is precisely that, to review matters. But of course, it can't function while the institutions uh, are down. So we're open to any and all of those conversations, mindful only of the absolute need to uh, preserve and protect the essentials of the Good Friday Agreement and of power sharing, the essentials of parity of, of uh, esteem, equality, and then, of course, protections for minority rights. Those really are at the heart of the Good Friday Agreement and, of course, um, the consent principle, 50% plus one in referendums, no. whenever they might be held, will be the magic number that will decide uh, for a united Ireland or for a continuation of the status quo. Uh, Doug away much more about the Boris Johnson saga and from Mary Lou MacDonald, leadership in after the break. Welcome back. In just a moment, we've got the rest of my exciting interview with the Champagne president, Mary Lou MacDonald. Here's Anushka first. We've been talking a lot about the future of the UK recently since the SNP leadership battle and Sinn Féin's electoral success in Northern, Northern Ireland. But have attitudes about the union shifted? This chart looks at support for leaving the union, uh, for Irish reunification and for independence in Scotland. Um, it starts in 2012 and goes through time. Now, the first thing to say is that the overall trend is that they're all going up somewhat. The largest rise here in pink is support for Scottish independence among Scottish voters. It has gone up to 52%. Now, support in Northern Ireland for reunification is lower, but it has risen quite a lot to 30%. As you might expect, support among English voters for Scottish independence is lower and quite stable, but it has risen a bit since 2016. As for support among people in Great Britain for Irish reunification, we've only got two data points for this, 2008 and 2021, but there has been a slight increase to 41%. Robert. Thanks very much, Anushka. So I did talk to the Sinn Féin resident, Mary Lou Macdonald, about when and whether uh, Northern Ireland and indeed Ireland might vote for reunification. But I started by asking her whether the absence of devolved government in Northern Ireland still means that Joe Biden, the US president, could cancel his visit to Northern Ireland that's supposed to take place to celebrate the 25th anniversary of that all-important Good Friday Agreement. I expect and hope that the visit of the president will, will go ahead and that we will continue uh, on the, the journey of making peace and, and building unity across Ireland. And I should acknowledge uh, also the huge support from, from our European partners as well for, sure. for building and maintaining and, and peace And so I want to Ireland. ask you, though, about one aspect of that. You did say that you felt that momentum was building towards a border polar referendum that could lead to unification. What sort of timescale do you think we will see that referendum? I, I believe in, in the course of this decade that we will have the referendums. Yeah. I want us to uh, commence and deepen the preparation work 
where we have an all of society conversation around mm. what Ireland will look like in the next 10 years, the next 20 years, the next 25 years. And we want to have everybody involved in that. Um, you will have seen that the former Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, has been a bit in the news today. You're based in Dublin. What is your perception about how the relationship between the United Kingdom and the EU has changed on Rishi Sunak's watch compared to what, the, what it was like under Boris Johnson? Well, my perception, and I, I, hope, uh, I hope I'm right and I hope it's borne out, is that there is now a much more pragmatic stance from the British government. Um, and I think the evidence thus far is that the new prime minister uh, actually reads things, attends to detail of matters um, and listens carefully. And, and I think realises and understands that a conflictual relationship with uh, Europe, with the European Union, is not a good position for Britain. And, uh, of course, a conflictual, um, unsteady relationship between London and Dublin, between Britain and Ireland, equally, uh, is not a good place to be. In fact, progress for all of us um, in the coming years uh, will rely in large measure on our ability to collaborate, to cooperate, and to treat each other with the utmost uh, of respect and to actively foster the kind of positive relationships that we need. From what I understood, you felt that Boris Johnson neither read the right papers and uh, was, was, I mean, was basically too conflictual, to use your language. Well, yes, and I mean, I, I, Boris Johnson, if perchance he watches this programme, will not be surprised to hear me say that I found those times very, very difficult, very, very frustrating. Um, I think uh, the Johnson administration w was not at all upfront uh, with uh, unionism, with Irish unionism, which was a, a problem for all of us. Um, and I think also there was a, an absolute determination to act in a unilateral fashion, to act outside of good faith. And I can only hope, and I suppose time will tell, whether or not now the new Prime Minister uh, will, in a consistent way, observe international law, act uh, in partnership with others, and rebuild the necessary healthy dynamic relationships between Ireland and Britain, but also uh, with, uh, with our European partners. Mary Lou MacDonald, as ever, very good to see you. Thank you very much. Um, okay, sure. so a lot